Would you like to work closer to home, save money on gas, and be rewarded for your hard work and attendance? Then Belicio Foods is looking for you. That's right, Belicio Foods is now hiring for multiple positions and shifts with great employee benefits, an on-site health clinic, competitive wages, and advancement opportunities. Belicio Foods is the company that truly values their employees. Apply online at Beliciofoods.com slash careers. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of The Morning Show. It's the TGIF edition. (laughs) It is Friday, folks. Welcome, welcome. And, of course, uh, The Morning Show right here on Main Street TV, where we are here with our good friend and longtime friend uh, of the show and also of the Venton County Airport. (laughs) That is Nick Rupert, and Nick is here to talk about Something so amazing this coming Sunday. And, you know, you've been here and we've talked about the um, Venton County Air Show several times here yes, on the morning yes, show. Yes, yes, we have. But I think you guys have an air show this year that is like off the chain. Yeah, it's going to be insane. a really, really good show. We have a bunch of neat things happening that uh, we've just instituted. Uh, we have the swarm, which. People, what's the swarm? Well, the swarm swarm. is basically a swarm of radio aircraft. Not bees. Not bees. Radio controlled (laughs) aircraft. Or wasps. Or We have a very good friend up in Vinton County, Nathan Saylor, and his wife, Amy. They have a YouTube channel called RC Sailors. Okay. And Nathan is all things radio controlled. I mean, if it flies, if it floats, if it drives, and it's radio-controlled, Nathan has probably reviewed it and posted it on YouTube. Really? Oh, yeah. This guy is... So cool. He is so cool. He and his wife, they live up in Vinton County, and he uses the Vinton County Airport as his base operation where he test flies all of these radio-controlled aircraft. Okay. And you can go to YouTube and watch some of his videos, and the background in the back is the Vinton County Airport. That is so cool. And he has a following, and he's invited a bunch of his buddies to come up and fly during the show. And what we're going to have is what we call the swarm. There'll be between 25 and 50 radio-controlled aircraft in the air at one time, buzzing, flying, doing loops the whole nine yards on top of everything else that goes on Uh, at the air show. So we're really excited about this, and Nathan does a great job at putting this together. He is what we call the contest director for the radio-controlled aircraft. And he is a member in good standing of the American Model Association, or the AMA. And that's the governing body for radio-controlled aircraft. Okay. And he's bringing these young guys in that fly airplanes, drones, helicopters, you name it. 
it'll probably be there if it's RC controlled. Now, that is some cool stuff. Oh, yeah, that's really cool. And, of course, somebody mentioned, is the flying lawnmower going to be there? (laughs) Yes, Roger Barnes will be there with the flying Toro lawnmower. Okay, so I am so confused about this. Is that literally a lawnmower? It looks exactly like a lawnmower. Okay. But it is not a lawnmower. The plans for this aircraft... That is so fun. ...were developed by a company called Things That Fly. (laughs) That makes sense. (laughs) And there's a picture of it right there. And that's Roger Barnes with the lawn... And it looks just... Of course, it's Toro, and it looks just like a lawnmower. That is crazy. And this company, Things to Fly, made the plans and the kit to put that together. They also had Snoopy's doghouse with Snoopy on top of it. They have a witch that flies. Uh, They have a multitude of things that fly, but Roger does the lawnmower, and it is a showstopper. I mean, I'll bet. the guys that fly the regular aircraft don't want to follow Roger because well, Roger steals the show. Yes, I'll bet. So, wait, does that thing, like, take off down the runway yes. and then fly? Yes. Like, yes. like yeah. a plane, yes. but it's a lawnmower and yeah. it flies. Yeah. <laughs> it is unbelievable. That is and people come just to see Roger fly the lawnmower. You know. Well, I can see why. That and is so I, cool. I've probably had 15, 20 calls the last two days, and everybody said, is the lawnmower going to be there? Said, <laughs> of course it's going to be there. So if Roger ever gets out of flying the lawnmower, I don't know what we're going to do, because that's the only one I know of Oh man! within a 200-mile radius of the airport. So, you know, what are you going to do? So we have to keep Roger healthy and going forever to keep the lawnmower going. That is awesome. But he does a great job with the lawnmower. And like I said, it's a big, big draw for the air show. And, of course, the big airplanes are big draws also. Well, of course. And those guys put on really, really a great show. We have this year... Emerson Stewart III from Red Stewart Field over in Waynesville, Ohio. Okay. And he flies a Satabra, which is a tube and fabric aircraft. And the Satabra was designed specifically for acrobatic flight. And if you spell Satabra... So basically what you're saying is he's insane. Yeah, (laughs) basically. (laughs) And if you spell Satabra backwards, it's... Acrobat. Uh-huh. Acrobatic aircraft, yeah. so Satabra. And if you want to learn to fly acrobatic... What are you laughing about over there? Oh, James is just over there cracking himself up. I'm like, what is he over there laughing at? Shut up, that thing goes... What? <laughs> Yeah, it's the only one that I know of in Ohio. You know, it just like <laughs> up it goes and away it goes, and it, like I said, it's a showstopper. Yeah, oh, but 
<laughs> it's a showstopper. I'll bet. So back to the acrobatic plane. Okay. Uh, Emerson and his Satabra. Emerson not only is a acrobatic pilot, he's a flight instructor and commercial pilot. And if you would like to learn to become an acrobatic pilot, Emerson, not it. No, you, you don't want to do that. <laughs> no, thank you. Emerson can teach you how to become an acrobatic pilot. I appreciate I have, people that do. Yeah. I mean, you, there's so few of those people around to be able to teach people to do it because it's a dying art. Back when I started out in this years ago, you know, you just went out there and you did this stuff and said, you know, I think, you know, I can do this. I and, can do it. Yeah. You know, and you try and said, oh, yeah, I survived that. So I'll do something different. And no, 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 no. you don't do that crazy. anymore. Now, you know, the FAA won't even let you do that anymore. So you go to somebody like For Emerson. For good reason. Yeah. And that way, when you, you know, you don't land or you don't crash, you land after your routine. So he, you know, he will That's teach good. you how to do the routine and land and, and land. not crash. Yeah. But he's smooth. And this Satabra, you know, you look at this plane, it is a steel tube and fabric aircraft. It's like a paper airplane, basically. It has what? a steel frame, and it has a seat night or fabric coating over it, and a big engine. That's the reason it can go up like this and hang in the air and all of that. But it's it's a big paper airplane. So <laughs> Wow. But back in the day, that's how airplanes were built. They were all steel tube and fabric, and it's... The fabric is called Cetonite. Okay. And they still make Cetonite airplanes today. Uh, Balanca is one. Satabra is one. Pitts is another one that use steel tube and fabric construction. Okay. So it's still a viable thing. And it keeps the airplane extremely light, light. which you yes. have to have if you're going to do flips and, and stuff in it. You don't want a big, heavy 2,000-pound airplane. You want something no. that weighs, you know, 1,300 pounds with the engine and the gas and the whole nine yards. That big World War II bomber that we that came to Jackson would not oh, necessarily no. do. Yeah, you know, it can do some basic stuff, but not like these guys. No. And these guys are pulling several Gs when they do the show, and it's it's just amazing. And But one neat thing about Emerson, he is so smooth. I mean, he does everything. It looks... You know, you look at this guy, well, I could do that. Yeah, that's, like that's uh, easy. That's easy. No this, problem. He makes it look so easy, but it's not. <laughs> trust me. I it, trust you. Uh, but it's, <laughs> it, it's not. So, he, he, you know, he does a great show, makes it look so easy, and people are just awed that this little airplane can do what it does. Wow. And then we have a great guy, Rod Lacerta, and his nickname is Tico, and we call him the Crazy Cuban, and he's from the Cincinnati area, and he flies- Is he, in fact, Cuban? Uh, yes, he okay. is. His family is Cuban. Well, that's good. That's, yeah. that's fitting. Then. They call him, and that's the reason his nickname is the Crazy Cuban. <laughs> and he flies a Pitts, which is a little bi-wing aircraft, little short, stubby wings on it. Okay. I mean, they're, you know, but there's two wings. Yeah. But they're little stubby wings, and it looks like a bumblebee. I mean, you know, I mean, you look at it, it's yellow, and it's got black print on it and all nice. that. Nice. And it is super cool, and it has this big, huge engine in it. And he will take off and go down the runway. 
and probably he is 10, 15 feet off the runway. The plane is on its nose pointing up, the propeller pointing up, the tail pointing down, and he will fly it sideways in that position down the runway. Is he crazy? No, the he's crazy just Cuban. good. <laughs> he's just good at it. I guess so. And he, this plane, when he does some of these maneuvers, you say, how does he even do that and keep control of the aircraft? Yes. I mean, it's just phenomenal to see someone fly an aircraft and do these maneuvers that seem impossible. Or the plane, this plane should fall apart. Yeah. But it doesn't. I mean, it's put together well. <laughs> Tico is a great pilot, and he knows what he's doing, and he knows how to do it. And it is just a showstopper. It I just is imagine. a showstopper. And then we have Brett Hunter, and Brett flies an RV-6. And for those of you that are not aircraft aficionados, an RV-6 is what they call a home-built aircraft. Okay. This, the parts and pieces were built in a factory, and you assemble it. Okay, so like it comes as a kit. Comes as a kit together. And okay. Kyle Lewis has a so kit aircraft. I'm going to tell a story about about. Uh, oh, see, yeah. So Kyle, yes, he brought his uh, plane out when we were at the um, the Jackson County yeah. flying, and it is so pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He love and his that. father built that together. Yes, that is so cool. Yeah, a father and son project. Love and that. But the RV6... I feel like I shamed him into bringing it out, by the way. I was like, Kyle, where's your plane? I'll go get it. <laughs> but it, and it is a beautiful aircraft. And Brett's is a beautiful aircraft. And uh, Brett brings it out and does some smooth maneuvers with it. I mean, he and Brett, Brett is a former fighter pilot. I mean, he's oh, rated wow. an okay. F-15, F-35, yeah. and he knows what he's doing. He's a corporate pilot now, and his hobby is to go around and do little air shows. How cute. Just, I mean, that's his thing. He and his wife go out and go to little air shows and perform, and, you know, you get them a room, and they spend the night or the weekend, and he comes the day of the show, does his thing, and then goes on to the next show once he gets the time off. I have a question for you. How do people transport these planes? And I'm just don't don't laugh at me. Do they fly them in oh, yes. or are they on a trailer or they how does that work? They fly them in, okay. yes. Now please don't laugh at me. I know that's no, a that means there are we had a guy years ago that flew a cricket. And a cricket was the world's smallest twin-engine aircraft. Okay. And he was from Akron, Ohio. Oh, yep, there's the yes. plane there. Yeah. yeah. And he trailered down this cricket. Okay. Put the wings on it at the air show. Oh, no. <laughs> it was in a trailer, an enclosed trailer, and he put the wings on it at the air show, cranked it up. And he didn't do any maneuvers with it, but it was so neat to see this little tiny twin-engine aircraft. With a person in it. With a person in it, yeah. you know. And it was a, almost as good as the flying lawnmower, but uh, he has since retired, and I wanted to get him back. And 
he sold the cricket, and I don't know where it's at, but it uh, was really neat. But uh, that's the answer to your question. Okay, Sometimes so they they do do that. Uh, put them in, uh, you know, especially if you got to go across the United States or whatever. Sure. And, uh, they will take the wings off, put them in a trailer, and transport them. But those are the guys that are uh, flying for big bucks and all of that that can afford to do that. Our okay. guys are basically... They're professional pilots, but they don't make their living flying air shows. Right. You know, okay. like Tico is a commercial pilot. He flies a big freight jet and okay. delivers freight. I mean, for air, like air FedEx freight, or FedEx or yeah. whoever. I think he does it for uh, Amazon. Okay. But, you know, he flies all over in this big jet and his hobby is flying the little plane at air shows. Yeah, that would be a lot more fun. Oh, it? yeah, yeah. It's a lot more. You know, flying those big things gets kind of boring. You, yeah. know? you get in there, you punch the button, and you say, okay, oh, okay. I got two more hours. Two hours. And, you know, so then yeah, I got to yeah, land, land it, and that's it. it. <laughs> you know. But these little aircraft, I mean, you, you've got to be right on the ball when you fly oh, these little planes. There's not really a lot of autopilot. No, in this, there's uh, no things. such thing yeah. as an autopilot and acrobatic aircraft. No. So. You've got to be on your toes. But Brett puts on a great show, and he's another smooth pilot. I mean, his that RV-6 just does a really slick job. Cool. And then we're going to have the, the other radio-controlled aircraft. We're going to have uh, Mark Radcliffe from uh, Parkersburg. Mark is three times U.S. acrobatic radio-controlled champion whoa and he knows what he's doing he's a great I guy guess. and he is vice president of the amateur uh model aircraft association or the ama and he has since retired from doing competition because most of his time is spent organizing events these days and so he doesn't fly competition anymore but he puts on a great show, and he brings his plane and puts on a fantastic radio-controlled show. And then we have Terry Nitch, and Terry Nitch flies a radio-controlled jet aircraft. A jet? A jet. I mean, this Whoa. thing is a—it has a jet engine in it about the size of a thermos. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, it's a—you know, and it has a big wingspan— and he cr and when he cranks it up, it's ear splitting the sound yeah. that because it, it sounds just like a big jet taking off, <laughs> and it's just a small jet, and it takes off, and he will come down the runway, and approaching two hundred miles an hour. I mean, this thing. What? Oh yeah, it flies like you wouldn't believe. And uh, if you're on Facebook, you can check him out on Facebook, Terry Nitch. Okay. And see him fly this thing, and you know it's just fantastic what he does with that thing and he does an acrobatic routine with it which is really neat because this is a high speed you know whereas the lawnmower may be flying at 30 40 mile an hour doing stunts this guy's flying at 150 200 miles an hour doing the stunts gotcha so big big difference in speed yes. there and then we've got a guy coming up from West Virginia that has a radio-controlled Wolf Falker World War I German fighter aircraft. I mean, it's radio-controlled, but it's got a 
big, huge wingspan. Nice. So it's going to fly also. So those are going to be the creme de la cremes of the, the air show. And, of course, there's going to be the famous barbecue chicken dinner. I mean, I don't know that you could say that the chicken is not better than the whole air show. Well, there are people <laughs> that come just for the chicken. No, the barbecue chicken, look at that. And um, it is insane how much yep. chicken y'all go through. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's got to be a good air show. So what do you do with a thousand dead chickens? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, that could be a problem. And you, <laughs> you know, Andy Adelman and the MacArthur Area Eagles cooked a chicken every year. And if it wasn't for the MacArthur Area Eagles, we couldn't have an air show, but where That's can you right. get that many guys to cook that many chickens in that short, short amount of time? time? Yes, and they just they work their fingers right to the nubs cooking those chickens, and people just rave about it. Yes, there are people that believe it or not that drive in from Columbus, Ohio, come in, pick up 10, 15 dinners, turn around, and drive back to Columbus. And don't stay for the air show? Don't stay for oh. the air show. Just come for the chicken dinner. You know, funny? God bless them. We appreciate yeah, them coming right? down. But it's, you know, it's always nice to have supporters like that. And the MacArthur Area Eagles also sponsor the candy drop for the kids. Yes. So, so this is a family-friendly air show oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Bring the kids. Yes. And, you know, it's kind of funny. We had... Uh, what they call the inspector in charge from the FAA, the IIC. Okay. That sounds really official. Uh, official, you know. Like that stuffy guy. Yeah. 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 So this guy was new to air shows. And we have a young kid probably, you know, in his mid to late 20s. And I said, we're going to have a candy drop. He says, what's a candy drop? I said, what well, do you mean? <laughs> yeah. He kind of looked at me, a candy drop. He said, well, this airplane flies over, the door is off the airplane, and they pour candy out onto the runway as the plane flies by. <laughs> Did he get out his book? Oh, yeah, he got out. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> oh, whether that's... Oh, my God. <laughs> I said, well, it's it's in the waiver. We can do this because, you, know, it, you know, this is legal. <laughs> I don't... Yeah. I don't think so. Oh, yeah, yeah. We got to find this in the reg book. And yeah, so we, we get to do that. I do have to say this. Whenever I go to a parade, I see those kids throwing candy off a parade float. Yes. That's dangerous enough. I'm a little, I'm a little scared by what's, if you let no, some of these because, little league teams do that with an airplane. because you have a bunch of, yes, little boys winging candy Y'all, at man, you. This is, is a candy it. Drugs. We're okay. trained professionals. <laughs> yeah. yes, don't worry about it. Oh, this. you're trained professionals. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That They've sets my that sets my mind at ease. Yeah. <laughs> You've done this for a few years. Yes, Let's just yes. put it that way. Yeah, we've done it for a few years, and the kids just love it. So you literally drop a ton. I mean, it's a ton of candy. Well, we unfortunately the kid crowd has got so big that the air we started off with one five-gallon bucket when we started this thing. Oh gosh. <laughs> And one five-gallon bucket does not cover oh, all those no. kids. No, no, no. And no. if you had to make the passes back and forth, you know, the candy would melt on the runway. So what we do is we pepper the runway first. Uh-huh. Santa Claus skydives in, and the elves fly the aircraft, and then they 
dump the last bucket of candy onto the runway uh, because huh. we end up with somewhere around seven five-gallon buckets of candy that we put out on the runway gotcha. for the kids. So, you know. I can't believe, I didn't know Santa Parish did, yeah, did that. Yeah, that's Santa right there. Yeah, there he is. And he comes every year, fly. I had no idea. Yeah. It's the only flying or skydiving Santa Claus that I've seen in Ohio and probably east of the Mississippi. Makes so. sense. But he does a great job. He comes in and gives the kids a big pep talk about being good and all of that. And Excellent. then, then uh, turns them loose to get the candy. Oh. So, it, you know, that's really great. What do you do to keep the adults off the runway? Uh, well, <laughs> got a big stick. And, you know, get back. <laughs> no. No. But, uh, and then we do, we have marshals out there because a lot of kids come, you know, and they're little kids. And so we have some marshals out there with five gallon buckets that, you know, a little kid, you know, he's maybe a year old. He can't run that fast. <laughs> he's got his little plastic sack and his great so big sad, sad eyes. <laughs> you know, put a handful of candy in <laughs> a sack go. and they're, they're happy. There you go. And the screaming chicken skydiving team will be there. Yes. And, They've been there since day one. A few years. Oh, a few years. And unfortunately, we're all getting a little bit older. Uh, Bob Church, he's retired like I am now. And uh, Scott Adams, he uh, he's one of the screaming chickens. Neil Drain, uh, Ted Williams. You know, all of us guys, you know, here we are up in our 60s and 70s, and we're trying to get younger people, to, you know, to come in and take up aviation and skydiving and all of that because eventually we're going to be gone and we need a younger generation to come out and get involved and keep this thing going because the Vinton County Air Show has been going on since 1969. No way. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. 1970 was the first air show because uh, uh, 2020 was our 50th anniversary. Wow. And, well, we couldn't have it because of COVID, so we had to back it up to 2021 because yes, yes. uh, the governor wouldn't let us have the air show. Yep. But we're back again in full force, and yes. it's lots of fun. There's lots of chicken. And one thing that I do have to bring up is that with the new FAA regulations, we have to close Airport Road down at 1 o'clock at the start of the show. So... Airport Road West off of Route 93 closes at 1 o'clock. So if you want to come to the air show after 1 o'clock, which we want you to come to the air show after 1 o'clock, you'll have to go out 328, okay. State Highway 328, and then turn left onto Airport Road East, and that'll bring you up to the parking lot because at 1 o'clock, in order to comply with the federal sure. regulations. That makes total sense. Yeah, because um, they say that you can't have any vehicles within 300 feet or move, you know, within 300 feet of the sure. runway. So, unfortunately, that makes us have to close down Airport Road. So, we'll get uh, there early anyway. Yeah, get and there then early. It doesn't and, matter. 
we do, you know, the show is actually free, but we do ask for a $10 parking donation right. per car, not per person. As you come in, there'll be people at uh, the West End and the East End asking for the $10 parking donation. That's per car. All of this money that we raise from the air show and the parking donation goes back into the airport to keep it open because the pilots and boosters we pay all the bills up at the airport, or virtually all of the bills at the airport. Yes, you do. So this uh, is a big fundraiser. I mean, oh this yeah, is like yeah. the the fundraiser, the biggie yeah. fundraiser for the airport. Without it, you know, it would be tough to keep the airport open, at least for the pilots and boosters. So uh, we ask for the ten dollar parking donation, and want everybody to come enjoy Absolutely. the chicken, the candy drop, the pilots. And we have some vendors that will be there. We have a lady that has written a book about airplanes for kids. And she's going to be there selling her book. We have another That's group fun. of people uh, with uh, Nathan Saylor's group that has the little glider aircraft that you can buy and launch. And we're also going to have this year, which we had last year, was we're going to have a rocket launch. A what, what? A rocket launch. We have uh, a rocket club that is now at the Vinton County Airport. That's crazy. And they're going to uh, launch some model rockets. They will have a booth there with information on their club. That's and fun. And if you want to uh, join their club or learn more about model rocketry, they will be there. And, it, you know, it's a nice addition to have the rocket club at the airport, uh, you know, they they launch about in the summertime about two times a month, and then as the weather wanes, it's only one time a month. And then when it gets nasty cold out, but if you're interested in flying model rockets, they will have a booth there, and you can get information from those folks on uh, signing up to join the model rocket club. Okay, and uh, I. You know, if you're into aviation at all, rockets have always fascinated me, and these guys know what they're doing. So it's going to be a great show, lots of different things. So wow. you have yeah, airplanes, cool. radio-controlled aircraft, skydivers, candy drop, rocket launch, and barbecued chicken. And it's free, minus the chicken yeah. and the parking. Yeah, but. and of course, the Vinton County Band will be there. And they will be selling uh, pies and soft drinks, and they will also perform. So um, uh, we always like having the Benton County Band up there. So it's a, it's a big it's a big community event. Well, because, and that's what I was going to say. Because you have the four Hers that are going to be there serving yeah. the chicken. You have the Eagles cooking the chicken. Uh, we have uh, uh, students from Hawking College and Buckeye Hills that will be there to help park cars. Uh, you know. It's just a big community event, and the community is involved in it, yeah. and you're invited to come up. Yeah, and that's the thing. And I guess, have we even failed to mention, like, when this thing is? Oh, it starts at, <laughs> it starts at 1 o'clock. Sunday. Sunday. By the way. <laughs> yes, it's Sunday. Starts at 1 o'clock and should be over between 4.30 and 5 o'clock. And if you're interested, uh, we will be selling airplane rides after the show. Uh, we we have to limit the amount of rides that we sell after the show because it gets dark really quick. Sure. And so I think we're going to try to sell about 45 rides after the show. So if you want to get an airplane ride, you'll need to get your ticket early. 
to make sure that you're one of the uh, uh, yeah that you actually get in there yeah, and, and get, get your ride. Yeah. So and again, get there early because Airport Road does close. You can still get there, but it's, it's like a, just get there early. Get your chicken. Yeah. And watch the show. Thing. Yeah. Oh, lawn chairs. Yeah, bring a lawn chair. Yeah. Or a blankie or whatever. Whatever you lawn sit chair, on, blanket, but... or whatever, because there's you know. Just like any other air show you go to, there are no bleachers at an air show. <laughs> no. It's just a lot of people uh, going like this. Looking up like that. So Yeah. Well, let's look. What is the weather supposed to it's be? It's supposed to be perfecto mundo. Okay. Well, we'll I'll, I will listen to what you have to say. Yep. It's supposed to be great. A high of 84. Oh, gorgeous. And I just hope the fog doesn't roll in in the morning because all the pilots this year are, they have a show that they're going to do on Saturday. They usually come in Saturday evening, but they're doing a show on Saturday and they won't fly in until Sunday morning. Okay. So need that um, fog to stay away. I need that fog to stay away. Unlike have, this morning. Yes. Yeah. I have to go out and do an anti-fog dance on Sunday morning. So How do we do? What? Can you? Like that, you know, what? so you can see, you know, you need that three mile visibility. You just go out there and do it like that, you know, <laughs> so you can see. Squint your eye. I, I can see just fine. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Move the fog away. No, that is so exciting. And the Vinton County Air Show is, um, is it still the largest uh, free air show? As far around? as I know it is. Yep. Nobody's told me different. That's what the poster said. Yeah. Hey, the poster does not lie. I don't. Neither yeah. does Nick Rupert. Well, you know, maybe embellish a little. <laughs> <laughs> That's not lying. That's just embellishing okay all right <laughs> no but that is really really cool and again this is all for you this coming sunday at the venton county airport if you don't know how to get there you just drive on 93 you'll see the signs it says yep. airport right and like <laughs> i said at, at one o'clock you need to take 328 to airport road east and then get to the airport Okay, but just get there early and yeah, then, then you'll be set. Yeah, yeah. You don't yeah. have to worry about it. Right, right. And you'll get a good place to park close to the show. And close to the chicken. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> All right, it has been a pleasure. Oh, Nick, it's always so much fun when you stop by. Well, I enjoy it. It's a lot of fun doing the air show, and it's great fun coming down here. So. Well, we love having you. All right, we'll see you Sunday. All right, that One sounds good. One All o'clock, right. Venton County Air Show at the Venton County Airport. All right, and we do have some other guests that are um, coming in, but let's go over your weekend weather forecast. And then, of course, the weather forecast for the beginning of this week's uh, or this year's Jackson Apple Festival. And um, today is Friday, September 16th, so you can see that we have some sunshine in the forecast, highs of 84, lows of 59. Uh, tomorrow on Saturday, a little bit warmer with highs of 87, lows of 63. And look at that. That is such perfect weather all the way through uh, Thursday for the Apple Festival. Sunshine, warm, no rain in the forecast, and it just doesn't get much better than that. Do not forget that the uh, Jaffe Committee will be starting to set up the Apple Festival this coming, uh, or actually tomorrow, probably in the morning, and we will, um, uh, so the streets will start to be blocked off tomorrow morning. So, uh, but that's okay, because it's all for the Apple Festival, so a lot of fun. Yeah, I got to set up Monday and do some work for our the booth where I work, 
and and stuff. So like that's it's a lot of work, man, it, and it, and it's such a big job for them. It, is. it really is, and it's amazing. They have it all down to a science. Yeah, you know, it's like boom, 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 boom. You know, but Dude, they've done it forever. It's like magic. Like you, you, <clears throat> you drive through, like say Saturday morning, and you're looking, and yeah. and you see like some trailers with some stuff on it. Sure. And then the next thing you know, there's the Apple Festival. <laughs> right. So it just like magically appears. Yeah. Correct. So Correct. cool. Kind of like the fair. Yeah. It just here it is yeah. all of a sudden, and sure. it's it's not that easy for the people behind the scenes, obviously, but. But I'm uh, appreciative of, of all the hard work, for yes, sure. Yes, for sure. Thank you, guys. For sure, right. yes. Thank you to everybody that puts it on. All right, so some other special guests in the house today. And um, first off, welcome. Can you all introduce yourselves? Yes, I'm Crystal Miller. And I'm Eric Miller. And um, basically kind of a tandem duo of what we do for awareness for, for what we're talking, talking about today. But she... Um, She's kind of the guru, but I work for health recovery services. Okay. And I'm in the schools a lot. I do a lot of prevention services in Meigs County, and I'm also in uh, Alexander and other schools like that. And I also do clinical drug counseling. Uh, certific- I've got my certification for that now. So, But then like the suicide awareness part and mental health in general has been a big passion of mine, especially since right after COVID started. So, yep. Yeah, suicide prevention has been my passion for as long as I can remember. It's just kind of been uh, my niche. I work for Hopewell Health Centers. I'm the coordinator of our suicide prevention grant for Gallia Jackson and Meigs Counties. Yeah. Well, you know, and so in talking about drugs and things like that, back to what Eric was saying for a second, I, I feel like all of that goes hand in hand because I think a lot of people go to like drugs and things like that because of depression or whatever so it's like this vicious circle of of things so you guys have something coming up uh though that's that's really cool so let's talk about that for a minute it's our um southeastern ohio suicide prevention conference this is the first year it's been in person this is our third year it's going to be on the ou campus at the walter rotunda um actually it's on monday and the registration closes at noon today so we'll have time to get everything ready so if you would like to come to that please register before noon today we're very excited about this we're going to have a lot of good speakers um all kinds of fun so please come out if you want for that you have you can sign up on go to eventbrite on southeast southeast ohio suicide prevention if you look that up it'll take you to where you can get the tickets Okay, yeah, and very good. And that is the OU campus is the one in Athens, the yes. new yes. campus. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's in that the, the Walter Rotund is a really cool place to have stuff anyways. And it's like it's really a nice speaking engagement place too. And it's 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 real warm atmosphere. So um, you know, with what that and OU's providing food too. I mean yeah. so and what? Yeah, I mean, hey, there's food. We're yeah. good. Snacks <laughs> and lunch and yeah, we're gonna have we're gonna have a good time. Rockin' Reggie, if you guys yes, know him, he's, him. he's, he's going to be our MC. He's so awesome. So, yeah. We were um, hoping for 150 people, and we didn't know in this area, you know, if we would get that many people. We're about to overflow. Yeah. So, it's really cool. Yeah. We love overflow. Oh, yes. And we especially for something like this. And this yeah. is our first year. And, and like, having it in person. Yeah. And- 
Yeah. Wow. This is so good. So who, um, tell everybody kind of like what they'll experience if they come to this conference. Is this for people who, you know, need help? Is this for people that just want to learn, uh, about suicide prevention? Like, tell us like, who is this for? Okay. Actually it could be all of the above. You know, we'll have, um, professionals there if for some reason people do show up which you never know um, a lot of yeah. times people see suicide prevention and they're thinking oh my gosh i'm struggling yeah you like know? i need help and this yeah. seems like a yeah. place that i can go get help and you could exactly like, yeah. yeah yeah i mean it can be for array of people we have actually we had scholarships for that for veterans they could come for free that was cool okay, so yeah good. the registration fee for just normal admission is 65 dollars Okay. For normal admission. But yeah, it's for professionals, just for community members. We're going to have an array of breakout sessions for different stuff that people can go to of interest. And we're going to have suicide prevention trainings. We're going to have lethal means information. We're going to have vendors with free stuff. Hey, we like free stuff. Free <laughs> stuff is good. Got a little swag, man. Yeah. 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 Oh, we're going to have some cool swag. So, Yeah. Maybe people's just signing up for the swag. Yeah, maybe. The hey, you never know. That's okay as long as we can get them there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think the one thing, though, Jennifer, that that always I like is the there's a breakout session and there's some more focal points this year on veterans. And, you know, yes. this is such a stigma anyways, especially males my age, too, and people afraid to talk about it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I you know, I went through a mental health crisis on my own, and I was so afraid to talk about it. Sure. But now it's kind of like my mission in my life to thankful for her to, to help me out with that. But it's like, don't be afraid, man. And and there's no shame in it. But like these conferences are also to just spread awareness for anybody that thinks, OK, in 2022, that it's OK. It's OK not to be OK in this world because it's a strange, it's very strange things that, that we live in. You know what I mean? Yes. And we could all no, say. It's, it's never, I don't know that yeah. the world's ever been stranger than it is right, right now yeah. for so many reasons. COVID's brought out a lot of stuff that yeah, we didn't man. think we'd ever see. Yes. Yeah. And like he said, middle-aged white men, they are, have the highest suicide rate right now. And they're hard to reach, you know, because men are like, you know. Because men are men yeah they <laughs> exactly Macho, yeah like it's no it's offense really, no, no, but dude. yeah i mean they grew up as you know this strong you don't have any problems and a lot of times that's what happens and sissies talk about problems exactly like, i, I want to yeah. be a manly man and i'm not going to talk about it i'm yeah. such an empath too man yeah but i was i was just a, i mean i'm a tender-hearted soul when it comes but i'm i'm not the macho guy but still, like, I tried to be. But then when you don't say that, <laughs> really, let's be honest. I always tell people I wear the pants in our marriage. Yeah, right. But uh -huh. she picks them out. <laughs> See, I've got him trained. Yes. But go, no. girl. Yeah, but it's just, it, it's definitely like, I don't know. It's such a blessing to to work for this. Not work, because it's, it's all time given back. Yeah, volunteer. But I'd rather volunteer my time for something like this that I know that I have this passion about. Yeah. And, and that you're doing good. I oh man, yeah, it's so much good. And 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 there's like so many cool people from so many walks of life on this executive committee that we're on. And in fact, we're we got to jet after this. 
to go to Athens. Yeah, because we're still planning the like, last few things of the conference, getting the stuff together, yeah. putting the swag together, you know, oh. making sure it's all going to flow. Yeah, like it's supposed to. Yeah, it's been a lot of work. Yeah, talking about festivals and stuff. Same thing. Yeah. Like yeah. this is a yeah. one day thing, and think about yeah. it. You know, you guys yeah. have been working so hard on it for months. Yeah, I'd yeah. say for about six months, but it's going to be so worth it. Like yeah. I said, this is the first year, so yeah, we're super excited. Mm-hmm. You know, and and thank you for doing what you're doing, because I I think that there's probably a lot of folks and there's probably folks listening right now that are just the same as what Eric said. Like, I'm really feeling Mm -hmm. like weird or or sad or Mm -hmm. down or lost or whatever it is, but I'm afraid to talk about it or I'm I I don't know where to turn. Well, this Mm -hmm. will be a great start. Yeah. Also, we have local um, crisis places you can go. Hopewell has one. You can just walk in. You can get a crisis evaluation. Yeah. You know, the, no shame. Hope, like that's right here in Jackson, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, they have. We like have right the um, license bureau kind of. Yeah, we have Gallia clinics, Jackson clinics, Meg's clinics. We also have them. You know, out of our area. We're not the only place that you can get a crisis evaluation sure. yeah. at, but people should not be ashamed of coming in. You know, we all have problems. And I think if we would talk about our problems, people would think, huh, you know, I'm not the only person. Well, you're right. Not to interrupt you, but I think that, I think so many people think that they're the only one out there and that they're doing something wrong or there's something wrong with them. Yeah. And that everyone else is out there and uh, perfect. And, you know, (laughs) you look at Facebook and you look at this and you look at that and everybody's, you know, their lives are so much fun and whatever. Why am I not feeling like this? Their marriage is perfect. Their kids are perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why am I not feeling the same way? (laughs) Because those perfect people are feeling the same way too. I mean, I would assume. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. You just have to normalize it. You know, and that's the problem with the stigma here in our Appalachian area. You know, we're way behind the bigger cities and we're still, you know, back where we shouldn't be because we don't want to admit we have a problem. We don't want to admit we have. Yeah. We're we're tough hillbillies. Very much blue collar, tough people. Yeah. And I get it. And I love the culture, but it's like there's certain, at what point do you you lose lives? Yeah, exactly. Which in our area in Ohio, Megs has the highest suicide rate. And you You're know, no, no people. We've already lost three people to suicide this year, Megs. Yeah, yeah, and wow. they've all been men, white males, which they have the highest suicide rate among. Yeah. You know, like Eric was talking about among the you know population, and men are four times more likely to die by suicide because they use more of a lethal means. Usually, they die by fire, firearms, right. and women use a more less lethal mean. You know, overdose or. You know, something like that. So, yeah. And that's a big thing that we need to focus on is lethal means. You know, restricting guns because, you know, if that's what people are using when they're suicidal, but then we have that big Second Amendment, you know, controversy that if you restrict their gun, then you're taking their gun away. But that's not that's not the case. You know, you're just taking it so they won't harm themselves. It's a temporary though thing too. It's yeah. not like a like take it forever, but like certain things are very important when it comes to that. You know, yeah. and what you're saying. Like lethal means. But um, you know, and certain people that have diagnosis of mental health, they would not be allowed to purchase, you know, for X amount of time, you know, and that's there that's why it's in place. Like it's understandable why it would be in place like that. Because, you know, you don't want 
that to be in the hands of the wrong person because they don't want to harm themselves or anybody else. Them from themselves yeah, man. yeah, and and that yeah. It, 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 and and the other thing, and I was gonna I was gonna interject on this. We were talking about overdoses, okay? Yeah. And a lot of times, we get we hear about them a lot, and unfortunately, you know, it, there are way too many. But but I think the numbers may be skewed a little bit, where you, they may be higher because certain overdoses may actually be be attempts on purpose. Yes. Yeah. And so so who knows on yeah. that end? Because we will never know that part. Correct. I know when Judge Music was in. Um, I don't know, a couple months ago now yeah. it all goes together. But um, we had that very discussion of, I mean, he had statistics of, yeah. of the overdoses in Jackson County because that's, yeah. you know, obviously his court. Yeah. And we had that same discussion is there's no way to know, though, what was on purpose and what exactly. wasn't on purpose. And that's terrifying as well as well yeah because yeah. our suicide rate's already high and then you think what if some of those were suicide deaths if there wasn't a note obviously if they used a firearm you know it was a suicide but you know like he said the numbers are skewed which is really scary because you know they would add into the statistics and make our suicide even higher, higher. and i'd be yes. willing to bet that's the case i it uh, would I, almost be willing to bet that but i don't bet so. Yeah, yeah, That's smart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> substance abuse yeah. and you know mental illness go but hand they in go hand. hand in hand. Yeah, you said yeah. so much, and and I think that. Um, that's something that needs to be like talked about and discussed yeah. Yeah. more too. Is you know, uh, people don't necessarily just wake up one day and say, "I want to be a drug addict" or "I want to be an alcoholic" or yeah, exactly. whatever. It's, it's something that they are trying to self-medicate or they're trying to help themselves feel better. Yes. And then it just becomes a thing. Yeah. 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 After the first time you use a substance, it changes chemically in your brain Completely. and then it becomes an illness. And then that's another controversy because people think, well, they can just stop. Well, no, you can't just stop. It's kind of like cigarettes, you know, yeah. after it's got its hold on you. You don't even notice until it's too late, you know, right. when you start destroying relationships, when you lose your job. It's, I mean, it's a, it's a vicious cycle, like you said. Yes. You know, you have the mm -hmm. drug and then you have the mental health. You don't fix the mental health. You get off drugs. Well, then did, you didn't fix the problem. You're right. going to go right you're back. You're going to go back to it because you're, then you feel bad again. Exactly. So yeah. much past yeah. trauma that people have. Yeah, yeah. Are and and that word is thrown around a lot, but don't take it lightly when it is, because like there's so much of that that happens, and I see it with children in the schools. Because my main age group I work with is middle school to to seniors, uh -huh. and the stuff that I counsel and talk about and with them, completely different than when we were growing up or or when Chris we were all in school. Like it's a whole different game now. Well, I'm glad it's being discussed. Yes. Though so, I, I mean, do a session again, every like week it was on all it. everything's all of this stuff has been swept under the yeah. rug for so many years. Yeah. Social media yeah. is oh, our yeah. big thing because, like, when we got bullied at school or something happened, it stopped when we went home. Now it yeah. never stops. Never ends. No, it, and these kids no. can't get away from it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's absolutely terrible. Um, something mm -hmm. I wanted to mention: September is actually Suicide Prevention and Awareness Month. That's right. Okay, that's why we're doing the conference in September. You know, to bring awareness to. Okay. Yeah, that's how it all started with us wanting to put the 
conference in September. Yeah. I'm glad you did. Yeah. So glad that you're doing this. And, you know, and it's Monday, so the Apple Festival hasn't started yet. So you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> yeah, go. see? We didn't actually plan it that way. But it falls it falls perfect. So, yeah. That's going to be a long yeah. day. Like Monday, I work, I work the conference. And then come here until whenever. Got to set up that Set booth. up our booth for, for health recovery services. And then uh, we're going to, you know, we'll have lots of resources here in town as well during the Apple Festival. I wanted to touch on that briefly. Yeah. Can we please? Because I, again, I feel like there's so many people out there that don't have a clue where to turn. And maybe they're like, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to ask for help, so, but I, yeah. I don't know where to go. Crystal, I'll have you, if you want to focus on, I'll have you touch on 988 and I'll touch on what we have. So the literature, we're going to have a lot of stuff at our booth at Health Recovery Services, but we have our own booth, but we have other people involved in our local mental health board area that are going to have resources there as well. Um, and I think we're going to be right, like we were last year, right across from Cole's office, Kirby's okay. office right there. Okay. Like literally right across, we can see, but the thing is, is we'll have resources and literature there about course services and what we do. But then if it gets to a point you need a referral, we can also do that on hand, like get you, if you need a referral, somebody will be able to make a couple calls or work with you on that. Okay. And that's just one spot, but there are so many people out there, clergy. There are so many people, even police officers and law enforcement guy. I mean, they're, they're learning as well about, all this stuff and they have actually been awesome about it and i must say that too because i do trainings with the uh crisis intervention team now okay about how to deal with somebody in a mental health crisis or maybe suicidal so i do a lot of teaching on that so we'll have a lot of that resources on hand but if you can't i'm gonna i'm gonna have have my wife here touch on some of the other ways that people can get in touch locally here. Okay, we have, um, I don't know if people's heard about it, but we have a mental health 911 now. We have 988, and a lot of people, what? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 see, a lot of people you don't know, know about it. No. Because no. July 26th, we had a soft rollout. It's for all of the United States. You dial 988, and instead of it going, like, say you dial the local crisis line. Well, you won't get anybody local now. It'll go to this big center, and actually somebody, a trained professional, will answer it. So you know how 911's for medical? We have 988 for um, mental, mental health. health. And, yeah, it's not all the Huge. bugs aren't tweaked out of it yet, but, oh, yeah, it's going to be awesome once we, you know, once it gets up and running for yeah. people to have, you know, a, it'll all go to one place instead of it being sporadic here, mm -hmm. there, and everywhere. Yeah. Okay, it's and awesome. you will have like l really trained oh, yeah. folks answering. Exactly. Those My sure. gosh, what a what a wild uh, profession know. that would be. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. I mean, her like my job. What I do is is pretty cool. But like she she, she yeah, man. Um, much love to you for what you do, and I have so much respect for that. I follow up with um, you know. high risk suicidal and people that have been hospitalized. Okay, for suicidal attempts, you know, suicidal ideation. So I follow up with them because that's a lot of people. They get hospitalized and then they fall through the cracks before they get to their appointment. You know, either they're ashamed or you know they're still. I could see that. Yeah, they're yeah. still down and out and. You know, sometimes, unfortunately, they don't even get an appointment when they come out of the facility. They don't know to get an appointment. I've had this happen a couple of times. They've scheduled appointments and the people don't drive. 
How are they supposed to get to their appointment? Yeah. You know, so that's something I kind of intervene with is yeah. make sure they have transportation, make sure they have their medication, make sure they can get their medication, make sure they understand it. There's just so many, you know, our pieces are broken. You yeah. know, we have good stuff going on, but none of it flows together. So, right. you know, that's something that we're working wow. really hard to is try to get, you know, people like it be an all around, you know, service. So, and that's a good thing about Hopewell now. We have, you know, we have different services. So, like, if you pull in, it used to be Woodland Centers. You yes. know, if you were at Woodland Centers, you were quote-unquote crazy. Only the crazy people went to Woodland Centers. Well, now Hopewell has integrated care. You know, we have primary care. We have dentistry. You know, we have behavioral health. So, if somebody sees you in the parking lot, they're not going to know, hey, you're there for... Because you're crazy. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, and I feel like that's a thing. Like, I mean, I know... For example, Jackson has, you know, some counselors and things yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. You see the offices. Yeah. Well, who in the heck is going to drive up and park in front of one of those and walk in the door? That's because right. everybody's like, yeah. Oh, oh I know why. Why I saw uh, Jen walk in the. Yeah. Oh, hoo, hoo, hoo. Like that <laughs> Did you see Eric like, Miller pull in there? Yeah, like, right. Right. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, um, it's a thing. Yeah. And so that I like that you said that. Because yeah. Yeah. For sure. You're not going to be busted, you know, if you go into a place. Yeah. But we need to be able to talk about it. You know, like if you have, um, like you say, hey, I'm down, I'm struggling, you know, I'm going through a divorce, I'm blah, 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 whatever. You should be able for me to pick up on that. Like me as your friend, you're acting kind of down. I should be asking you, hey, you know, what's wrong? Are you having thoughts of hurting yourself? Yeah. You know, I would much rather someone ask me if I was okay than not ask me and then something happened to me. Well, sure. Yeah. 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 But people are afraid to ask. Well, they are afraid to ask. And I also think that the people are afraid to tell. Exactly. Or, yeah. Yes. And, and a lot of it is I don't want to burden my friends with like my problems. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's it's like everybody point. has problems. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, perfect yeah. point. But a good friend wants to bear that with you, right? Yes. Like that seems like a, a perfect thing uh, to do. Yeah. That's why you have friends and that's why they're there for you. That's mm-hmm. what we teach in school. I always say good friends don't keep deadly secrets. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's that awesome. kind of my, you know, motto for, um, for kids. Another thing I wanted to touch on, we have something sure. awesome that we're starting here in Gallia Jackson and Megs. We're going to have a Gallia Jackson Megs Suicide Prevention Collaborative. It's really cool. It's, it's just starting. So we're just having meetings on Zoom. We meet the second Tuesday of every month on Zoom for okay. just an hour. So we're just trying to get up and running. We have a Facebook page. It's Gallia Jackson Megs Suicide Prevention. You can also find it um, on Facebook. They have the ads at GJM Suicide Prevention. And if you go on the website, it tells you all about when the meetings are, you know, what we're doing. There's also information on um, suicide prevention trainings. I do a suicide prevention training. I mean, it's for professionals. It's for community members. It just helps you know how to question somebody. And if they are suicidal, how to persuade them you know, to get help, to tell them it's okay, you're going to be with them, and then how to refer them, you know, to services. Okay. Which I think a lot of Love people, that. yeah, you would think a lot of times people know all of these, you know, all the information and, it, you know, it just shocks me. But I think a lot of times that's what happens. 
we know what we know yeah. and we assume everybody else knows what we know. Correct. And right. they don't know. Yes. So, yeah. I mean, you would be surprised the myths of suicide that people believe, like asking someone if they're suicidal is going to give them the thought. I just, it's, you know, it's just kind of, yeah. I don't know. It, it, to me, that seems crazy. Yeah. But it's not, you know. But we need to distill all of those myths you know, to, in sure. order for people to understand, hey, well, you know, my beliefs were incorrect for us to be able to get help. Yeah. I love that. And I love that, you know, it's, we're talking about it and, yeah, and sure. bringing it to the forefront and um, because it needs to be discussed and people need to know where to turn. So, All right, well, good. guys, we've kind of ran Thank out you. of time here, but let's go over. Um, yeah what's happening Monday because it's so very important. And then um, if somebody, you know, is thinking they want to get a hold of you or whatever, tell everybody that too. Okay. If you would like to get a hold of me, you can, I'll give you my um, cell phone number. If you want to write it down, it's 740-656-0167. If you would need anything or, you know, if you would just like to talk, I'm a nurse, so I tell everybody I'm not a therapist. I'm not going to try to fix you. You know, I'm just here as extra support. You could call into Hopewell, ask for Crystal Miller. You know, I would love to talk to anybody that has, you know, any sort of issue. That's what people, you know, what people really need is just to know, hey, somebody cares about me. Yeah. You know, somebody wants me to get better. Yeah. And then, of course, everything with Monday. Yep. Is the is the conference uh, um, and registration does end at noon? But at it's, noon it's today, getting so yeah, back. you have and it's six, two it, hours. Rush to your computer. Yes, <laughs> we did have some, Did we have scholarships for veterans? Still yes, available? we have. Yes. Okay, um, we yeah, do. we have scholarships for veterans, and I don't know how. That's free. VA I don't know how many. Yeah, I don't know how many scholarships are left for behavioral health professionals, mm -hmm. but we did have a scholarship donated by the Athens Hawking Vinton and the Gallia Jackson Megs Adam boards. Okay. So yeah. yeah, we had some scholarships available. I'm not for sure how many we mm -hmm. have though. We had, okay. as of this morning, we had 150 people registered. Wow. wow. Yeah. I mean, so, so great. Yeah, it is. So I, great. I'm, I'm beyond humbled and I'm, I'm kind of getting a little misty eyed about it because it means that much to me and yeah. her too. It's just, yeah, I'm so, so honored, man. It's, it's such a wonderful thing. Yep, absolutely. Thank and you. where can they go to sign up for this again? On Eventbrite. Yeah, okay. on Eventbrite, just type in Southeast Ohio Suicide Prevention Conference. That should be and easy it will to remember. Take, yep, mm -hmm. it'll take you right there. Okay. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much for, thank you. for spending your Friday with us. I know that you got a lot of stuff going on this weekend. Yeah, now Busy. we got to get on the road and head to Athens and do like our last final, you know, planning. But we so appreciate you, you, guys. you know, oh. letting us come in, letting us talk about it. Because you don't hear very, very many people talk about, no. you know, suicide prevention, but I could talk about it all day long. Yeah. I just, well, why don't you come back here um, in a few months and yeah. we'll, we'll have some more discussion. Let's do oh, that. I'd love to. Let's okay. do that for sure. Very good. I love that. Uh -huh. All right. Well, that's it for today. Thanks. We hope that you all have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Uh, thanks to all our guests for stopping by Thank today. You. And don't forget uh, Apple Festival on the streets of downtown Jackson next week. So the streets do start getting blocked off tomorrow morning. So just 
go around the next block. It's like a grid system. It's not hard to figure out getting around downtown. So, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Have a great weekend, everyone. Beautiful weather. Get to the Vinton County Air Show. Get yep. to the Pawpaw Festival. Have a blast. And right. we'll see you right back here on Monday. Go Bucks. Bye. Go Thanks. Bucks.